Welcome to the Coach's Edge podcast dedicated to teaching, sharing, and learning the game. I'm your host, Steve Kramer of Kramer Basketball and the Coach's Edge, and I'm fired up to try something new. This is called a Coach's Short, and that's probably a, a work in progress, but we want to highlight a short piece of our conversation leading up to our entire episode, which will come out on Friday. And so Ken George is our speaker here. He talks about offensive schemes and trends from his high school and college coaching experience. He's an assistant at Hope College. Currently, he is also the owner of Ken George Basketball Hoop Smart Coaching Academy, which is October 24th. You can go to KenGeorgeBasketball.com to register for that. I'll be speaking as well as a handful of other awesome high school and college coaches I'm excited to learn from. So if you find this short clip beneficial, be sure to check back in on Friday for the full length episode and be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. That goes a really long way as we continue to build the Coach's Edge podcast. Let's get to the show. The hardest thing to guard, I think, is good players sure. running something that they believe in and have been well, well taught in and that the whole program believes in. You know, again, I mean, I think is, is you know, when dribble drive first happened with whatever Kentucky, whoever it was, Memphis, I don't know. Like that was really hard to guard for a while. Like, and that was a totally different kind of action, but it's like, geez, this is weird. You know, Wisconsin, the stuff they run, that's, that sucks to guard um, because they do it. They, they recruit to it. They believe in it. And that's their thing. Um, I mean, it's like in football, the wing, the wing tier, whatever, if you have the players that fit it and whatever, that's awful to try to tackle people in, but boy, if you spread them out, that's hard too. So I think, I really do think that system maybe is less important than players and belief in it and execution of that system. And finding the the right system for those players. And as yeah. a high school coach, that can change, right? I mean, you, yeah. you've oh, coached absolutely. for couple decades you know you get mm-hmm. you know five years from now you you may not be running the same thing as you had before you get a totally Absolutely. different team um like that's that's the fun part and the, and the challenge of being a high school basketball coach especially i think yeah. you can't yeah you can't recruit um and recruit get what you I, get man you're not supposed to recruit i should say um <laughs> but uh yeah, i think it started like, coach <laughs> i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say anything more than that um you uh like I think my my brother's team, um, I got four younger brothers and all played for really good high school basketball teams. And and Coach Gainforth, who also coached for 22, 24 years before he retired last year, um, he was so good at changing things based on the personnel. And uh, you know, my youngest brother Micah, who's now a college player, you know, they they ran a two two one press. And um, when I had, you know, my my one of my other brothers I mean they're running like a two three zone because they had a six seven 310 pound mm-hmm. big guy um, mm-hmm. when I was when I was there um, my junior year of high school I was the shortest guy in our starting lineup and so we ran a we ran a Jeez. one three one and we we just stayed in front and we got every rebound so we weren't going to turn the, you turn you over a whole lot mm-hmm. you were going to get one shot and you better make it you know, and that was, that was our, that was our team, but mm-hmm. just being a coach and trying to figure out, you know, kind of what, what to run yeah. is, is the fun part of coaching. Um, offensively, Absolutely. what do you find to be most effective? We'll get specific here. What are some things that you find most effective for teams that switch? That's becoming more common. Yeah. It seems like. Yeah, it is. It is. And, and I will tell you that that was one of the things that I would say, wasn't real prevalent in the high school game when I was coaching 
And when teams did do it and had, had, because I don't think teams really had personnel where they could really do that. But teams that did have personnel and did did do that, I think, you know, are the most difficult to score on. I really think they were because, again, the matchup, trying to really truly take advantage of a matchup, you know, if you got to space out or whatever you have to do, you've usually got one guy that's just not good enough, just not good enough that can, that they can hide off of or whatever. So, um, you know, I think that is really, really different in the college game. And, and I would say we faced a few teams that, that switched this year. And I think that the thing you have to do, I mean, you, you just have to take advantage of matchups in that situation. You just do. Um, I do think that, you know, you can certainly do some slipping and some ghost screening and some, I mean, other things that make it a little bit more difficult and some back screen. I think back screening is, is harder to switch on, but, um, but I do think that you've got to put them in situations where the big little switch hurts them and that you make them pay for that and get them thinking if they can still switch all five positions. So let's, let's, you know, try to visualize the court here. So where would be some spots on the court that you think a team would be successful if, okay, we know we can get this big little switch. Where are the Mm -hmm. best spots or movements for us to put those other three guys so that they're kind of occupied and it makes it harder for them to help the person who just switched or or switch that one. Yeah. You know, I'm really, the cool thing I think is I learned so much about a lot of these things you're asking me about. And I would say by absolutely, I'm not an expert in this area. Um, I think the high school game didn't really train me in this area because the matchups, again, like I said earlier, weren't, they just weren't taking advantage of very much, but I think I've learned a ton from coach Mitchell and the other coaches and also from watching other teams play about, um, about being as deep and wide in the corners you can, even on transition to, to use the entire court down there. And um, not something that really, that we, you know, really stressed in 24 years of high school coaching. And, um, but I think that that is, is really important, even in transition to get as deep as you can and as wide as you can and get into space. <clears throat> and then, you know, certainly depending on the switch. I mean, I think the times that we were hurt when we switched was right in the middle of the floor, big little, you know, and, uh, you know, if we ended up getting stuck on, on a ball screen, we were late on or whatever. And, and our, you know, our biggest guy ended up on, you know, I think of, I don't know, maybe three or four guards in the league last year. They were just really gifted scorers. Like just, I mean, they were really gifted scorers in the MIAA and, um, you know, three or four guards could just go. And that was, that's a problem Um, right in the middle of the floor up top. And I would say not even someone coming to screen or whatever, but there's two guys in the corner. There's a guy, you know, short corner and that there's space out there for this guy to work in. Um, That, that was difficult for us at times when we got stuck into switches. Um, And then, you know, the other way certainly would be in something I think that I hope that we'll be able to do some this year because we will be pretty lanky is to get it to get a big that can dive quickly into the post area and and feed him on a, on a switch where little's in trouble down there and make people come because we do we do have guys will shoot it um and that i i think it might even not end up with a big basket down there but it might end up with people collapsing and kick out to guys that can shoot do you think i mean i love i, lo- I love that man you, you broke it down really well um do you think that's going to become more common and maybe it's not necessarily post play, but teams looking to feed the basketball inside compared to, I mean, it seems like it's so much dribble drive, so much five out and maybe it's like a quick Mm -hmm. slip. And then that person's just getting out of there again. But 
that's why that's one of the reasons why teams are switching, right? Is because nobody's getting punished yeah. for their switch. Yeah. Is the tide going to turn a little bit? Thank you for checking out this short from our full length episode with Ken George. If you found it beneficial, be sure to check back on Friday for our full length episode. And if you're curious about everything that we have going on, please go to coachesedge.coach to learn more. Thanks again and get after today.